This podcast is for entertainment and informational purposes only and should not be considered professional advice. Should you need any medical, psychological, or psychiatric advice, please consult a professional in your area. Thank you. specific situation in this moment right now it is a good morning as the sun sets on the frost stricken grass that I see outside winter is on our doorstep change among us in more ways than just the weather But the weather itself is an awfully wonderful teacher and an awfully powerful reminder that just like clockwork, here comes some change. I'm just now reading some of a book called the Dhammapada. Just a small little book. Let's see here, what's it been like? 93 pages, fairly tiny, but filled with a bunch of very powerful one-liners, you can call them. I've already read this book more than once, but it's easy, quick, helpful reminders on our daily journey. So let me just share a couple of these with you in terms of better than a thousand. Better than a thousand useless words is a single word that gives peace. Better than a thousand useless verses is a single verse that gives peace. Better than a hundred useless poems is a single poem that, you guessed it, gives peace. Right off the top, what does that make me think of? What does that remind me of? Our journey. Our journey of life. And while yes, I would say that you know and I know. That a single helpful word versus a thousand words of negativity can help somebody else. But I just want to shift that attention for a minute to you, to your mind, to ourselves. And that applies to us as well. Loving yourself. Reminding yourself how to get through difficult things. I said loving yourself, not comforting yourself, because that is only temporary. I feel upset. They're there. They're there. It's okay. That's comfort. Doesn't make me make any realizations. 
Does it change the wiring in my head so that I can look at things in a new way? Does it do those things? It just quells the pain in the moment. Makes me think of a campfire. Big old fire going. And let's say you don't throw a bucket of water on it. Let's say you just throw a cup or two. Yeah, you, uh... You dimmed the fire, but dim isn't necessarily the best word. But you didn't get rid of it. For we all know that those coals in the bottom of the fire can remain hot for hours and hours and hours, only to throw a log on it the next morning and have it burst in flames. So the point is, the comfort is only temporary, and while it feels good, our goal should be to learn like what is going on and why am I looking at it this way? What's the cause of it and what can I do about it? Is that a lot more work than just there there? Absolutely. It's easy to do the simple things. And while the path of knowing yourself is filled with simple things. If we look at everything at once, it seems overwhelming. But if we focus on each one thing when it makes itself known, then we become much more successful. It's like a wall full of bricks. But all that usually happens is that occasionally one brick at a time starts getting cracks in it. Now, I think you might know where I'm going with this, but maybe not. One brick at a time cracks in a wall. If I'm on top of it, if I'm aware of what's going on. Little patch here, little patch there, little patch here, little patch there. I have success. I make a change. And through the process, I continue to learn. But if I don't tackle each stone as it cracks, the problem grows until I look at the wall and I realize that if I don't do something now, a whole section of this wall is going to crumble because the crack is now extending to several stones. And we can't have this. If a man, let's just say, if a human, if a, if, if a person should conquer in battle a thousand and a thousand more, but then another person should conquer themselves, Theirs would be the greater victory. Because the greatest of victories is a victory over oneself. 
And neither the gods in heaven above nor the demons down below can turn into defeat the victory of such a person. That's big, that's deep. Yourself. Everything's about you. Even if somebody or something is repetitiously annoying you, it's not the thing. It's you. You're looking at it in a certain way that's not helping you. I know this because I've done this. My job. It got to the point where I hated it. Because I was focusing on all the parts of my job that I hated. It wasn't the job. It was me. I was choosing where to shine that spotlight and I was shining that spotlight of my focus in all the wrong crevices. And on that topic, I just want to, like always, like this, all this is, all the words in the world are reminders and knowledge and information and suggestions and nothing more. But the idea is to continue to work on yourself, you know, a piece of yourself, like the podcast says, working on a piece of yourself, which is your mind, the biggest piece of yourself, in order to achieve peace for yourself, P-E-A-C-E, that type of peace. But we have to do it. And so much of what we do is how we look at it, if not all of it. An example that came to my mind would be, you know, let's say I'm in a situation right now and I'm not that happy, okay? Let's say that I don't get along with the people who are around me right now in my environment. I don't like my job, okay? Let's just theoretically say just trying to paint a picture here somebody who's just nothing's working out that's how they're feeling right now and we're just going to focus on the basics that, that that this is overwhelming and this is happening well then the idea comes into your head that i just want to get a fresh start let's say Let's say you start thinking about the idea of moving somewhere or starting fresh or turning over a new leaf or something. You get this idea in your head, but all you've got in your head is that you want to leave. And you want to leave because of all the negative crap around you. The fact that you don't like your job, the fact that your family, you don't get along, the fact that maybe you don't have any friends. There's all this stuff going on, but what you're focusing on is that the moving is supposed to fix all this bad wrong approach because all you're doing is igniting the flame of focus on how much you hate everything around you and the more you would focus on moving or doing this big thing when you have no plan or no understanding all you know is that you hate where you are and you want to get out it's going to make how much you hate that ten times more powerful. And yes, for some, maybe that'll be enough 
to light a fire under you and get you moving and thinking about doing things. But what I am realizing is if I desire change and travel and, uh, well, I mean, obviously it's all change in the end, but even like a, a, a job change or something, my best outcome would be not to focus on the things that I'm not happy about and what's annoying me. That's going to do absolutely nothing for me. But, but well, I mean, I shouldn't say that. It's going to make me more miserable. It's definitely going to succeed in that. But I should be focusing on that I want to travel, that I want to see the world, and what opportunities are out there. What opportunities are out there for me? What's this job? What's that job? What does that job even mean? Do some research. Think about it. Thinking about wanting to travel and meet new people and maybe find your tribe, let's say. All positive thoughts. Much more mentally helpful to you than focusing on, I just got to get out of here. And because that's all, all, all the I just got to get out of here is going to do is increase overwhelm inside your body. And then you might not even find that job or that opportunity to get out like you so desperately feel like you want to. And then you feel helpless. And even more negativity follows that. But all of this is avoidable. I really do feel, and again, not for every situation, but... Like this book that I'm reading even says, you know, one cannot occupy a big house until one can occupy proudly and with love a small house. And so what that reminds me of is that even if I'm not happy in a certain situation, okay, let's say that you don't like your job right now. It doesn't mean that I have to learn to love my job and stay there forever. But it does definitely mean that right now there's something that I'm doing. I am contributing significantly to the hatred of my job. I am holding on to too many things that are hurting my feelings. And there can there is improvements that are needed that I am in charge of, internal improvements. Once I can grow within myself in that way, then your, sh then your focus would shift to not, oh my God, I just absolutely hate this job and I gotta get out of here. I mean, yeah, I can always know that this job brings me some discomfort. And at the very least, I should label it as though this job isn't the right environment for me. Or this job isn't fulfilling me as I feel as though, as I would like to be fulfilled. Or I know that my purpose is required elsewhere. See the wording of that? Not anything is better than this, or but 
That's what happens when we get overwhelmed. We start saying things that don't exactly make sense in the long run. And we start painting pictures in our mind that don't necessarily help us. We are the biggest things in our lives. I mean... I've said it a hundred times and I've read it and it's in there and it's knowledge and it's known, but just that simplicity that, of course, everything's up to you and you have so much ability in your own head and what you want to focus on and look at and what things you can take on and working on love and all these different things. I mean, at the end of the day, kids, no kids, family, no, you like the only person looking through your eyes is you. That's all you ever know. The only experience you can really share is your own. I can't share anybody else's experience because I don't know exactly what they were thinking about at the time. Just a quick little um, add-on here. When I was taking my mindfulness-based stress relief course, I remember that the instructor had... uh, had brought up this really good point that I had never, it had never been introduced to me before. But what she asked was that we only speak uh, first person example. So, and this is so often I hear this and I used to do it all the time and it still slips out now and again, still a work in progress. But here's an example. Of, of, of sharing the story the appropriate way versus sharing it the inappropriate way as far as, you know, looking at things deeper goes. So, the inappropriate way, which you may hear and you probably have heard. <clears throat> so, you know how when you're in line and you're waiting and, I mean, you only got a couple of things and you just want to get through and everything's taking so long. Oh, my God, that's so annoying. What an annoying day. Like, what's the deal with everyone? You know? You know? So that was the inappropriate way. The appropriate way would be... Today, I went to the grocery store. I only needed a couple of things, got on the line, and I found myself noticing, boy, you know, I was really feeling impatience in this moment. I only had a couple of things, and I don't know what it was going on, but it felt like everybody was taking extra long, or I thought somebody might have let me go ahead of them, but it just wasn't happening. Boy, you know, I was really feeling impatient today. Gotta work on that. What an experience that was, which is the appropriate way. Now, obviously, I went a little bit deeper than maybe some go because I I gave you what was bothering me versus the fact that I made the realization. But even if I didn't make the realization, I went to the grocery store today, only had a couple items, and I was really experiencing impatience. It was driving me nuts. The appropriate thing there is I shared the story because it's my story. Very often do we realize it by saying, you know how when that happened, you know, you know, 
I'm, I'm bringing up things in other people that aren't good. And I'm spreading that frustration. And I'm trying to connect so that I don't feel like there's nothing like it's, it's, it's as though you're saying it in a way that, well, I don't got to work on it because we all do it, you know? You know, you know what I mean, right? You know how, like, when you're driving and you see people annoyed at the guy, you know. Oh, yeah, I know what you mean. Oh, okay, well, now I feel better now. I don't have to really work on that. But if I say, I got really frustrated and it was really getting under my skin, then I'm asking for more solutions. And perhaps I'll tell the right person. And they'll say, here's what I do when that happens to me. Or this is what I've been working on. Or, you know, just got to leave a little earlier if you're worried about not making it on time. I mean, there's always solutions to everything. And based on that, I just have to, I just feel the urge to delve in a little bit to this idea. Like I, I had this thought the other day. I'm not speaking for everybody. It's just a thought I had in my head. I'm at work. I'm in a certain environment. I'm witnessing a certain situation play out. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, the greatest gift on this planet is knowledge. And not just any knowledge, the right knowledge, the truth. And a big part of that truth is how much you're responsible for in your life, which is everything. And how much ability you have with the right reminders. And more, and, and more importantly, many of us may find ourselves on a path where we don't have any self-confidence. We don't know what we can do and what we can't do. We haven't been down that path. And what we need is somebody not to arrogantly come out and say, Hey, idiot, wake up, would you? Negativity and negativity doesn't make a positive. But you can be stern yet respectful to somebody and say, don't you know who you are? Do you have a minute? Can I talk to you? Those helpful reminders, but I'm not saying, it's okay. I'm saying, hey, look at me in my eyes. I see you. I know who you are. Please focus on these things. There's things that can be done. At what point? Do we tell somebody that we see struggling? Now, obviously, it's a bit of a loaded question because the other the other problem with that situation is if there's somebody struggling, not understanding, unless there's somebody around them with that knowledge, who's going to approach them? Most likely nobody. They're all going to judge him behind its back or her back and say, look at that idiot. And I mean, I get it. It's frustrating. But the problem itself will never be solved because the person's unaware. And it doesn't mean that if you give me the correct information that it's going to solve everything, but at least you gave it to them. And then, so then the question would be, well, so you're telling me that I have to have somebody around me with me that I have to have somebody around me with the right knowledge to hopefully intervene if I'm making mistakes. Yes, that would be very helpful, but I realize that it's not always going to be like that. No, there isn't always going to be that right person there. Maybe 
Maybe I'm wrong on that. But what else were we given? The ability to do your own research. But that requires you to wake up. To wake up to the truth. You know? If I'm sitting around not doing nothing, or I've spent years not doing much, and then one day I just get this urge, and I go, you know, I have potential. Like, and it all comes from within yourself. Well, then you do the research. You set yourself on a journey. But if you don't have that self-awakening epiphany that not everybody has, and if we do get it, it happens at all different phases of our lives, then it's usually somebody giving us a suggestion, reminding us of something very, very uh, important to our current journey. But I am just understanding so much more now not not being rude and disrespectful but the whole tough love thing and again there's a lot that's a wide open umbrella uh which many people look at in different ways in terms of what tough love means and i'm not thinking about abuse in any way verbal or physical i'm thinking about Holding you responsible for your actions, but not with anger and judgment, with honesty, being sincere and respectful, but yet, you know, uh, strong in your in your statement. You know, here's an example. And again, we hear this a lot. I know I have. Somebody around you, friend, work associate, whatever. They just had a frustrating situation, let's say, okay? They got an argument or had a disagreement with another work associate. And now they're really stressed out or they're upset. And what do many of us do when we're upset? We share the story that upset us. Because we feel some kind of urge, like it'll go away if I share it, which doesn't do. And unless we share it with the right person who has the right information, we don't feel better in the end. Now the other person's annoyed too about, oh my God, I hate when that happens. So, back to the initial thing. You see the work associate, they're frustrated. Hey, what's going on? Sometimes you don't even have to ask. They just come and tell you. You know what happened to me just now? Uh, so-and-so just said this. And I mean... Like, I swear they intentionally said that. Like, what's your problem? Man, that really gets on my nerves. You know what? Work hard. There's just an example, okay? So, there's two possible answers here. Well, I mean, technically there's more than two, but two main ones, I would say. The first being the more common one. What? They said that? Oh, my God. What a jerk. Well, don't pay attention to that person. I mean, they're probably miserable anyway, blah, 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 right? Or, man, you know, well, I wouldn't talk to that person, right? All negative uh, suggestions. Well, they're an idiot. Okay, that really solves a lot. No, now you're constantly going to look at them like an idiot. That's not going to help you in the long run because now everything about that person is going to annoy you. 
or the person goes, oh, I know, this happened to me, now they're one-upping your story, they're not really listening to you. The proper answer here would be, so-and-so said this and it really pissed me off, you know. Oh, I, I understand. I understand your frustration. It is it is difficult at times when an unexpected event shows up on our doorstep that we, that we weren't really prepared to receive. I get it. What you just told me, that does have the ability to be, to be uh, frustrated. Um, but please remember, you are in charge of yourself. So, every situation that somebody goes through, we ought to be reminding them that they have all the tools in themselves to not let that bother them. You know, traffic, um, a late bill, whatever might happen. Like, even if somebody were to lose their job, I mean, there's so many things that happen in life. And the answer isn't, oh my God, that's terrible. It's absolutely awful. That is not the answer. The answer is, you got this. What's your plan? What are you going to do? Talk about it with them. Then they can start thinking about things, dishing out ideas to you, gaining more confidence within themselves. Because we have the answers. We have the potential to solve everything. And many of us need, really need that reminder. It's very helpful. This is where discipline comes into play. Because to be real, going on the path inside yourself, whether you're doing this now, whether you've been on this journey for a couple of years, or whether you're just starting this journey, self-awareness is discipline. You're disciplining yourself on the reality of the situation, how much suffering is around us. Like I'm telling you, understanding that the world is filled with suffering, and I'm, and I mean filled with suffering, not, it's not to be like, oh my gosh, which it has the potential to do. It's just saying, hey, just know this. Know that life is filled with change and what is suffering? The first thing you think of when you say that we're suffering is somebody being tortured. And while certain things in, in our mind, if we think about them deeply and long enough, can resemble a form of torture to ourselves, suffering means discomfort. Ooh, the situation's making me uncomfortable. That's suffering because you're not at ease, you're not at peace with yourself, you're not in bliss, so you're suffering. That's what suffering is. And it's all around us. People late for work, suffering. I wanted to get my coffee this morning, but I forgot, suffering. 
I'm two days late on my bill, and they're not going to shut it off, but I'm not normally this late, suffering. I have to go to the mechanic, suffering. They're just suffering, 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 suffering. But when we discipline ourselves, we see, yes, maybe there's discomfort here. And, and, and that's part of it, maybe. Relabeling it. Ah, discomfort, not suffering. Ah, I realize that when I keep saying suffering in my head, I'm, it feels like torture. But when I start realizing, ah, discomfort, well, then I just feel a little uncomfortable. I make my adjustments, and I'm back to having comfort again. Discipline is key, and I'm, I'm getting on that wagon now in my life. You know, being active, watching what I put in my body, constantly working on my mind. Discipline, discipline, discipline. A warrior is a symbol of somebody with strength, and they are uh, spokespeople for discipline. The only way to become well-rounded, uh, wise, all these things is through discipline. Self-love is discipline. And once I can start controlling how I look at things, when I wake up, what I put in my body, everything else becomes easier. Not so easy that you can do with your eyes closed. Everything still requires focus. But it helps substantially, as well as giving you more self-confidence. You start feeling better. And telling people the truth about what's going on is a form of discipline. Alright, so this episode's already starting to be a little longer than normal. We're almost at the half hour point here. Probably going to want to cut it short here or end it real soon. I don't know why, but I always uh, have a self-conscious thing where I... (laughs) I just feel like if it's over 20 minutes or 40 or even close to an hour, the likelihood of you having the time to listen to it is a little bit decreased. And uh, I could be wrong in that, and that's something I continue to work on. But I'm always trying to uh, make everything easier to listen to. So anyway, again, these are all just reminders. Reminders that... You have so much control each and every day. And as well as, I didn't really mention this in this episode, but I have in in, in episodes in the past, everything that's going to come up in your life today, every little frustration, opportunity to work on it. You know, because one day, maybe not today, but maybe it is today. Something that's frustrated you a thousand times and it happens today. And you say, today's a day. All right. Make a mental note. What is going on with this? Which is why I'll suggest, as I have before, if you don't have a notebook, go buy one. Please go out next time you're in town, dollar store, whatever, buy a notebook. If you're going to the dollar store, buy like three or four of them. 
Doesn't mean you have to start writing in it today, although I would recommend it. But at least you'll have them there. Some pens, slash, or pencils, and some notebooks. Get some notebooks. And on your own, even start with once a week. Start writing stuff down. And the reason why I felt the need to suggest that is that it's so handy. I've always got a notebook. Well, obviously, if I'm going to go grocery shopping, I don't have a notebook on me, even though I could. But when I go to work, I have a notebook in my lunch bag. When I'm at home, there's notebooks everywhere. And when something pops in my head, or there's an an opportunity, and I happen to recognize it in this moment, and I say, ooh, I'm going to work on this, I make a note. Why? So that I don't forget. Because life is constantly busy. There's lots of distractions. It's easy to forget something. It'll come back tomorrow to remind me. But I want to remember. And then maybe I can spend an hour in the evening just sitting down and writing about that situation, about that uh, trigger point, if you will, and how it made me feel. Write it all down. Write a whole page. And then in the future, when you read it over again, there's so many truths in the way you wrote it down. And a lot of the time, if you analyze your own writing, you give yourself the answers. You're showing yourself exactly what it is that you're holding on to and what's bothering you. But many a time, we don't do that. But the answers are there. Just know this. I hope this episode has been reminding and has... Let it give you a little bit of confidence. Let it give you that understanding that my journey is all about me. And again, even if I have a family, my kids, they're testing me. They're bringing out the best in me. They're trying to bring out the best in me. It's my choice whether I give them the best, work work on attaining the best, or give them the worst, or get frustrated. That's my choice. But everything around me is pushing me to become the best version of myself that I was meant to be. The hard part is, though, it's not just so like, here, let me take your hand and put your hand where you have to put it. I have to figure that part out. You know, for those that look a little bit deeper, and even when you talk about things like God, from things that I've read, you got to... Meet them halfway, right? It's not do everything for me. It's what do I need to do? And then you're shown. Whether it's a week from now, somebody gives you a suggestion. Oh, that's what I need to do. That's what I need, to, what I need to do. We have to be willing to put in the work. You can ask for guidance. But never ask for it to be done for you, because it'll never happen. Know that you have to put in that work. You just need to be shown the direction in which to start walking. As always, may today's journey be filled with opportunities 
for strength and understanding. May you continue to work on yourself and see small reminders. May you experience joy and gratitude. May you learn about yourself in some small way today and each day going forward. Take care of your body, take care of your mind, and be well.